With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sup, pee-pee-poo-poo-papa? <laughs> Hello, pee-pee-poo-poo-head. <laughs> How's it going? Good. I just really wanted to welcome everyone back to Paranormal. Yeah, we're we're back. And and somehow, looking at our stats, we are down downloads, even though we re- <laughs> released a new episode. <laughs> what the hell, you guys? Guys, what the hell? It's all good, but truly, it's a, it's a conundrum. Um... <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, we're going to do a Hometown Haunts episode. Yeah, so um, we've got some Reddit stories Buckle here. up. Buckle up, because yeah. I'm going to put the pedal to the metal with our first story. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're just laughing at the expression on my face that I used while I yeah, also Yeah, I wish that. everyone could have seen. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm going to start with our first story. So I got this one on Reddit from Captain White Leiden, and... Um, this is not what you guys are going to expect. And also, uh, it's not very long. So Perfect. let's get going. Okay. Um, and I'm not going to read the um, subject because it'll give things away. So I have recently become a father. My son is a week old and I have been home with mom and baby the whole time. Needless to say, I was getting a little restless at home, even with the lack of sleep that comes with a new kid. For obvious reasons, my wife and I couldn't pass the time in the bedroom as normal, mainly due to the expected impact of childbirth. My son's <laughs> my son's huge head didn't help things. <laughs> my God. <laughs> so I decided not to bother my wife and sleeping baby and slipped off to the bathroom with my phone and lotion to discreetly take care of business. Perfect. Perusing my go-to site, I found the video of choice. First thing that pops up is an ad of a girl yelling, oh, baby, with the volume on my phone at full no. blast. I quickly turn it down and proceed to business. I return to my wife in the living room and all I see is shock on her face as she holds my son looking worried. I ask, what's wrong? Fearing that she's mad at me for taking care of my business solo. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being mad at someone for masturbating? Like, just... <laughs> I I know many people who oh, think Jesus. it's cheating, but... Get out of town and take a bus. We'll talk about that after Yeah, we we'll record. talk about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Fearing she's mad at me for taking her business solo. She looked at me dead serious and said, somebody whispered, hey, baby, to our son after you left. And now I'm freaked No, out. no, no, no. No, 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 no. For some background, my wife believes in ghosts and spirits as crazy as it sounds. Shit. She's told me about seeing odd things in our house and believing that she heard people talking before, so this did not help. And she's even more worried now with our new addition. She's currently... <laughs> <laughs> 
She is currently burning sage through our house to remove the spirits. I don't have the heart to tell her I was just horny and she overheard me watching porn. And then it's just like too long, didn't read. I tickled my pickle with no volume discipline and an ad played where the actress said baby. And now my wife thinks our house is haunted and ghosts want to talk to our baby. Shit. Oh. And I just want to thank my very good friend who I love very much, Taylor, for sending me that Reddit so that I could read it today. That's incredible. I mean, it must happen enough. A hundred percent. Okay. Okay. Mine is from, I think it's actually his name, uh, Rob Howdell. And uh, it's also, uh, it's in the paranormal Reddit. And the title is, A Girl's Family Watching Us. Hello, first time posting in here, hopefully not the last. To start off, I'm an open-minded skeptic, somebody who always tries to find the scientific answer instead of branding every noise as a ghost. That said, I never dismiss the possibility if none of the logical answers fit the situation. I'm currently seeing a girl, and we got onto the topic of the paranormal supernatural. She was telling me about her experiences going to see a medium, and she was describing certain family members that apparently came through. Let me paint a bit more of a scene for you. We were sat in her living room. This man is British, so a lot of the things he says is in a British kind of uh, grammatical way. I love that. And our friend Rachel will love that too because she's British and listens to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I was on one side of the sofa. She was on the other. The position I was in, she had two French doors leading to her back garden. Outside in her back garden was very dark. No immediate street lighting, no security lights, no garden lights, etc. Opposite the doors was the wall her TV was mounted on, which also had the doorway to the kitchen. The kitchen light was on, as was the living room light. In the position I was in, I was looking at her, but I could see the French doors out the corner of my eye, and due to how dark it was outside, I could see the reflection of the room extremely clearly. We were chatting away about her experiences with the supernatural and whatnot, which may have added to something with the power of suggestion, perhaps. We weren't talking about any one specific thing, just supernatural things in general. She'd mention members of her family, how they'd act, the kinds of people they are, etc., but I kept hearing things in the kitchen, which she wasn't hearing. I would say, I do have somewhat sensitive hearing, but nothing outstanding. The sounds were more of a cutlery and plates being moved in the sink. Mm. You know the sounds like if a spoon is inside of a bowl and somebody is moving the spoon. This happened at my old house, that, I, or not my parents' house that they live in oh. right now. This is how my haunting started. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says, her sink isn't actually that big, and I thought perhaps some of the things in the sink were maybe put on an angle and they just moved on their own. Mm-hmm. Then I also thought she has a dishwasher and a washing machine very close to the sink. Whilst they shouldn't cause vibrations within the sink, there was a possibility they caused just enough vibrations to cause the things in the sink to move. Sure. I was also hearing somebody moving around. Another thing to point out was that she has a son who sleeps upstairs. He does have a habit of getting out of bed. However, I heard nothing from upstairs other than the typical house setting noises. The odd floorboard here and there. 
The flooring in the kitchen was linoleum on top of concrete, so there were no floorboards or anything to squeak, but you heard shuffling and heavy footsteps moving around. The footsteps certainly sounded like somebody was trying to be quiet. This furthered my belief it was her son that had come downstairs to see who she was talking to. He's a very curious child. I was waiting for a voice to suddenly say, Mummy, as he does, but he never did. The biggest thing was seeing the reflections. As I said at the beginning, I had a perfect view of the reflection. I could see the doorway and part of the kitchen very easily if I looked. As I was hearing these noises, I tried to stay calm and not get distracted. After all, the last thing I wanted to do was worry her, saying I can hear somebody in her house, but I started to see somebody in her kitchen. At this point, she hadn't told me much about her family members that had passed. The conversations were mostly about her living family. However, I remember clearly that out of the corner of my eye, I could see a man poke his head around the corner of the door frame, look into the room, and then pull his head out. Oh my god. I'm physically getting goosebumps typing this. It was a quick motion. It was as if somebody was on the other side of the wall in the kitchen, right up against the wall, and was poking their head around to see who was in the room. This happened around four to five times that they saw. No. And safe to say, my heart was beating quickly. I could just make out a few physical features. I believe he either had very short hair or was quite bald and looked to be somewhat tall gentleman. I'm 5'8 and he was about 6 feet. While I was startled at this, after a few moments, I got a bit more playful kind of feeling. I should probably say I believe I am somewhat empathetic, I pick up on feelings very well, and just get accurate feelings in situations. And the feeling that I got was that of somebody who was just being nosy, like if a family member makes an excuse to do something, but the real reason is just they wanted to know what's going on and have something to gossip about. Got it. I didn't say anything about it, but it certainly freaked me out a bit. Fast forward a few weeks and I am back at our house. We're in the same positions we were in last time and we got on the topic of the paranormal again. She then started talking about her medium experience, but this time started to chat about her grandfather that died and some other family members. The medium said that her family is around her all the time, and other than her grandfather, the only other person she can think of was her sister, who died when she was newborn and she would be 35, I think, now. I then proceeded to tell her what I saw, and I even reenacted what I saw. I got her to sit in the seat I was in, told her where to look, and I did what I remember the figure doing. Safe to say she was freaked out. Yeah. I told her what I felt when I saw it and described the figure, and she just stared at me and said, I think you saw my granddad. Mm. She told me the majority of her family were the kind where she, if she had a boy over, they'd end up with their ears on the door listening to what they were (laughs) saying purely to be nosy. And that's the story. And this person says they have a couple more stories, but this was literally posted an hour ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. That would creep me the fuck out seeing somebody just like peekaboo, peekaboo five times. Okay. So this one, this one's pretty recent too. It was posted eight days ago. Nice. And it's uh, by difficulty overall. And the subject line is, I used to hang out with the ghost of a girl when I was a kid. Not a fictional story. Nice. When I was a kid, I used to live at a haunted house confirmed by my mom, family, and some family friends. So today, I have a story to tell. Sorry if my writing is not the best. I had a hard time thinking about this. Okay. 
First, I'm going to tell my side of the story. I'm sorry if the details are a bit fuzzy, but I don't remember much. When I was around three or four years old, circa 2004-2005 at most, I lived in a house with my mom. I don't have any brothers or sisters, so I always wanted one to play because I felt lonely sometimes. So I remembered that some days I used to play in between a wall and the door of my bedroom with a little girl. You know, when you open a door slightly and an angle is formed between the door and the wall. Mm -hmm. I always thought that it was my imaginary friend because because I would often hear about them in movies and TV shows. I remember my mom asking about my imaginary friend, and I told her that she had her face covered in some sort of mud or dirt, and that I could only see her eyes. I told my mom that she was my neighbor, but that she had fallen in the street, and that's why her face was like that. I still remember her face so vividly to this day, and I'm 22 right now. I remember that some days my mom used to have people with her in our house and they would often stay at the living room talking about things. My mom would always tell me to go stay in her bedroom until they were gone. Some other strange things that happened in that time period was that my mom often would visit the grave of a friend of hers that had recently passed away at that time and she would often cry a lot at his grave saying things like take me with you I can't do this anymore and stuff like that. I never thought about it because I was so little and I didn't understand much about what was going on at the time. Fast forward a couple of years ago my mom was getting married and the photographer of the wedding was a friend of hers. I'm going to call the photographer Laura. So before the photo session, we went to Laura's house and they started talking about random stuff and then something popped out to me. Laura asked my mom if our house was still haunted. Something clicked with me and I started asking questions to my mom and Laura. Laura told me that one time she went to our house but there was nobody there and because of that she wrote something on a post-it note and stuck it on our front door. But when she was doing that, she saw the curtains had started to move as if someone had sticked their head to look outside, and she found it quite strange and asked my mom about it, and my mom told her the story about what was going on. I started questioning my mom about what happened at the time, and that's when she told me the whole story. So here's my mom's side of the story. Okay. Apparently, in 2004-2005, my mom used to work in the same place with a neighbor, Uh, The girl about the same age as my mom, I'll call her Abigail. They were never friends, but they got along fine. Abigail's mom used to sell paintings and my mom asked to buy one that had a couple of angels and a Bible verse. It's worth mentioning that I don't remember the painting at all. Mm -hmm. So when my mom got the painting, strange stuff had started happening in our home. She would often see a woman and a little girl. She was always in a bad mood, and sometimes our house would start to freeze in some of the rooms. Mm. And where we lived, the average temperature was around 104 Fahrenheit in the summer. So my mom started looking for help and called a church group to pray in our home. This is the group of friends that I had mentioned earlier. But she didn't see any improvement in the situation. So she and my grandma went to see some uh, sort of medium or witch. I really don't know what the lady was. My mom started talking about what was happening in our home at the time and that she would often be in a bad mood. She would often visit her friend's grave and cry for help. And the medium told my mom that when she went to visit her friend's grave, she wasn't asking when she was speaking to her friend like and was asking for help. Something else or someone else, I guess, answered the call. Oh, 
Okay. And then the medium said that our house had some spirits that came from something inside of our home. She asked if my mom was given some kind of present or if she had bought something when everything had started to happen and if she knew someone that could be jealous of my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, And in brackets, she said, we didn't have much money or anything crazy. Mm-hmm. And then my mom told her the story of the painting and of Abigail and the medium told her to burn the painting because it could be what was causing everything. So my mom called her brothers and tried to burn the painting, but it wouldn't catch fire. So my mom went back to the medium a few days later and the medium helped her burn the painting. But the medium told my mom that she had to make sure that nothing wrong happened to Abigail because every bad thing that the painting had would come back to Abigail. But if something did, so then if something does happen to Abigail, my mom would continue having bad stuff happen to her as well. Okay. After that, everything ended up going back to normal. So I guess nothing bad happened to Abigail. Okay. We moved cities. We started using that house as a storage unit to keep our old furniture and boxes there. But one day I went back to my old city to visit some family and I was staying at my grandparents' house. There was a thunderstorm that cut the entire block's electricity. So we had the idea to go to my childhood home and stay there for the night. We went to my old house and tried to unlock the front door with no success. I tried unlocking the back door. No success either. And my grandmother told me to leave that the house didn't want us there that night. I had some questions about the about the truth behind what the medium told my mom. So if anyone knows a thing or two about this kind of stuff, please explain to me if what happened is possible or something like that. Also, I'd love to hear a story similar to mine. So if you have one and want to share it with me, please write it in the comments. And that's it. Great. That yeah. was... Interesting. I love the I love haunted painting stories. I know we had a whole uh, episode about it a long time ago. I know. I know. Um, I do wish I knew why the girl had mud on her face. Yeah. But anyway, who knows? <laughs> uh, I actually I found another story. Okay. And let's hear it. it kind of the, your first story made me think that this was an appropriate follow up, uh, as it's called adult store ghosts. <laughs> I love it already. Yeah. <laughs> So it's from Full of Flowers BBW. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah, bitch. Same. <laughs> and uh, they say, I've only told this story three times in my life, and I get chills every time I think about it. I was just thinking about what happened, and it had never occurred to me there's a subreddit where I can share it. I'm going to heavily moderate this so it's not removed for breaking any rules. Anyways, I used to work at an adult store, you know, where you buy adult things. It was a small shop that only required one employee on shift. In the front of the store was the adult merchandise to the left, and to the right was the employee's area, cash register, switchboard, supplies, movies for the theater area, desktop for cameras. And towards the employee's counter, there was a doorway with a shade separating them leading to the theater. If you've never been to an adult store, I have to explain the switchboard and theater. The theater was essentially laid out in the shape of a three or backwards E. Along the halls were booths where you go in and watch adult films. The booths had doors to them for privacy. The switchboard was essentially an occupant counter, so if someone was in a room and they closed the door, the switchboard would light up with the room number so I knew there was an occupant in there. Yeah, because how embarrassing. Yeah, right? Whoa. (laughs) It was close to the end of the closing shift. We closed at 3 a.m. 
not related to the witching hour, just coincidence. There were five people in the theater, all regulars who I knew by name. I announced that we were closing in 20 minutes and it's time to start exiting the theater. I watched on the cameras as my regulars started to leave. I saw the switchboard lights disappear and said goodbye to them all. Per company policy, before we did our theater checks, which was making sure everyone was actually gone, we would announce the theater and store are closed and I'd be coming back to look in all the booths. Doing this has never scared me. I knew these men and they were all pretty much older, gay men who had to live in secrecy and this was their only way to connect with lovers or friends in privacy. Mm -hmm. So I pull back the curtain despite knowing everyone was gone and yelled, shop is closing. This is where I get the chills. Oh boy. Ever hear a noise from far away but your ears know exactly where it came from? Picture the hallways in the shape of the E but I am at the top prong of the E standing right at the beginning of the hallway. I heard a voice reply, Okay, no. From the lower prong of the E, all the way from the end and last hallway. It felt like my blood drained from the top part of my body and went to my toes. I never felt that before. Maybe it was a fight or flight instinct. My body didn't immediately think paranormal. I felt danger. Because I knew exactly who was back there, I saw everyone who went in and out and regularly checked the cameras, and I saw all five regulars leave. I jumped backwards, almost falling, and backed into the corner of the employee's section by the register. Mm -hmm. For some reason, my instinct is to make sure nothing can come up behind me. I yelled again, the store is closing, so if you're not out in one minute, you're getting locked in. No reply. I look at the desktop and the switchboard praying I somehow made a mistake or the switchboard was wrong and I'd see someone walk out in embarrassment that I rushed them. No one came out. Mm. I quickly grabbed my belongings and walked out of the store with my back to the door and locked up, not even shutting off any lights or doing any of my job duties. Normally, I'd go in every booth making sure no one was there, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. I called my manager and explained what happened and told them I may have locked someone in the store. (laughs) My manager told me if someone was locked in there, they'd have to wait till 8 a.m. to be let out because it wasn't worth calling the police over. I waited all day, didn't sleep, in anticipation that I'd get a call saying I had left someone in the store and was fired, but that call never came. I went home, and the next shift I was on, my manager showed me the footage of me getting spooked, but there was no audio. He said he could tell I was scared, and then informed me the store had been around since the 70s, and there had been numerous passings in the theater due to adults using enhancers, if you know what I mean. I worked three more shifts and refused to do my hourly theater checks, then I quit. I can't bring myself to go back in that store, I just can't. When I've told people this story, they've asked me if there were windows that the person could have jumped out of, but no. The theater was completely shut off, and the only window in the store was a big display window which was disconnected from the actual store. You need a key to get to this display window. Because obviously they can't display the products to the public. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was, that's their story about their adult uh, store ghost. Jeez. So, who knows? If there was, obviously there wasn't anyone in there. What if it's someone in the vents? (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know. Yeah. They're like, listen. Living in the vents. I'm too poor, but I gotta get my fix. It sounds like an L.A. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking about an L.A. adult store. Because I I feel like the switchboards and stuff, like, we don't have that here. (laughs) 
Not that I've seen. Not that, well, yeah, but I also don't, I don't look for those, like, I don't know. I don't, I actually don't know. You want to hear a funny story? Yeah. So I was driving downtown the other day. I don't remember what street I was driving on. Mm -hmm. And then I I feel, okay, I just want everyone to know I'm a very naive person. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm driving and then I see this little building and I see like a a sign outside and it's like men's day spa. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. wow, uh-huh. in Hamilton? Uh-huh. Huh. For those who don't know, Hamilton is like a sister city to Pittsburgh, actually. Yes. So it would be like seeing a men's day spot in downtown Pittsburgh. So I was like, interesting. And I'm driving and then I'm like, that's not a men's day That's spa. a rub and tug. So I quickly Google the location and men's day spa to be like, what What do they got? What, what's the what are website they offering? look yeah. like? What is this, right? Yeah. Because there's a woman, like a, uh, not women's, but like a, there are women workers at a, sure. at another one that's down near Tafasco mm-hmm. um, called Garden of Eden. Yes. And when you go to that website, it like you see photos of the girls, but no heads, like just body photos of the girls. Okay. So it's like, oh, I wonder what they've got on this website because I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I look it up. No photos of, of anyone. Only one, only the homepage. Mm-hmm. No, nothing to click on, just the homepage. And it's just the photo of a torso of a man. No. Just his, like from, like from just under the neck yep. down to just above the, the crotch. Oh, okay. With like, picture like a cartoon splat. Okay. on his abs no and then like no and then it's like call for services and their phone number inside of the splash that is wild and i Aren't was those like illegal though i was like i knew this wasn't a men's day spa i think they are illegal in canada at but least, like no one says anything but i mean it's like what are you gonna do but i don't know i yeah what are you gonna what do? are you gonna do but like even to be so bold to put up a website yeah. with some imagery a splat wow. on an abs that was all that was and i was marketing, like marketing baby wow you guys really went for it there went we were it. not trying to that hide. was that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. cool well anyway, uh, i mean that that's showbiz it. baby <laughs> stay spooky everyone <laughs> bye-bye bye-bye <laughs> This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.